There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Tevin Pittman. Dave Schrader. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Ryan Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back. Kick off our one Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. I need more cowbell. (laughs) More cowbell. I was very, very upset because Kevin Pollack was at the Bruce Willis roast. And he tried to do Christopher Walken, and it wasn't even close. No? Oh, really? Oh, he used to do it a lot better. I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he was just, I don't know. I, he used to, he sat in Studio A over KQ and did it. It was incredibly good. Bruce Willis? No. Wait, Kevin no, Pollock. Kevin Pollock. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, Bruce here's Willis what is I a one things up pony. Because she pays attention like that. I do the same right thing, there. Catherine. Don't hurt you. Oh, yeah. pointed me. We had one of those conversations in the car on the way here. I'm, I was having a completely different conversation than Dave was. We talked about uh, Mission Impossible, I don't know, like a half an hour ago, and then I start talking to James Bond. She goes, yeah, I didn't really like Vanilla Sky and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. Well, we were talking about Tom Cruise. I go, no, honey, we were just talking about James Bond. Well, oh, well, no. I was talking no. about James yeah. Bond. Yeah. Well, I see, was, this is what happens. Uh-huh. You guys talk about one thing, and then you segue in your head to something else, and we're not we're not sure where you are. Oh, so right? We're not powerful. finished with the first conversation. Yeah, yeah, we're still powerful. on the first conversation. That's what I was thinking. It's all our fault. Well, There's I'm still no mad at you over babysitting. Mad at me? Wow. Yeah. Why would you be mad at me? Because you added to the stress of the night. No, I got upset because you were so upset. No, 
No. I'm Dave Schrader, and welcome to Bernard <laughs> Family <laughs> Counseling. Honest to God. Seriously. So but. it's the first time that the baby has ever been babysat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is he, six and a half, seven weeks old, something like that? Yeah, it's so about he's, a couple of months. Know, so he hasn't, you know, the first time no, they want to go out, months, sure. Uh, they leave the house. Uh-huh. All hell breaks loose. What happens? The baby the kids screamed. Start a fire? The baby screamed for an hour and a half until we told yes. them that they had to come home because the baby was screaming his screaming brains out. Screaming for an hour and a half. And then Jeez. Alex's dogs, Alex and Dan's dogs, both are afraid of thunder. Mm-hmm. As soon as they're down the driveway and gone, I don't know, five minutes, thunder starts. So the dogs are all oh. shaking and freaking out and running around, and then the baby starts screaming. So the dogs are even more upset because there's thunder and baby right. screaming. Okay, so I'm trying to get the baby settled. I'm going upstairs. I'm rocking on this thing. I'm getting a shirt, screaming more. Oh, my God, maybe he's wet. Change his diaper. More. I'm screaming louder. Every single thing I tried to do made him scream even louder, which I didn't even know that was possible. I'm like, this baby's going to die of screaming if she doesn't come home. I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) Maybe it's been a while since you've been a mom of a baby, but you don't die of screaming. He was so wound up. His little arms were going, and he just was like You know the secrets, right? You grab them by their ankles and hold them upside down for a few seconds. Yeah. Colically, it's supposed to help realign their spine and calm them down. This wasn't colic. This was mommy left me. not then you swing them by the ankles (laughs) until they calm down. I I I thought it was like bourbon on the nipple of the bottom. uh, Here's the other cheat. Without the flame on it. Up against the heart side. (laughs) Did it. Did it. Did you do the heartbeat rhythm pat? I did. No, not the just steady pat. It's got to be hard. I did every human thing I don't believe you, Catherine. I did it too. I did the heartbeat thing. Screaming. Screaming, screaming. So they have to come home. They're like, I'm insisting they have to come home. Wow. So they come home, uh-huh. and she's like, could could we just, if I just get him to sleep, would you guys be willing to watch him? I mean, we're only five, ten minutes away. We're like, if he's asleep. <laughs> like, asleep. So she, oh, 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 after an hour and a half of screaming, and me, I mean, I, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, this baby. I'm like, listen, listen, little man, you're dry. You're fed. Everything's good. Why? What's wrong with you? And he's just like screaming louder. So she comes in. I hand him to her after an hour and a half of tyrannical screaming. He goes like this. <laughs> he just fell right asleep. You know, the, the other thing you forgot to do? She touched him. You go into the dirty clothes hamper. And oh, yeah, she did it. What the hell? <laughs> did you blow smoke in her face? <laughs> <in the baby's laughs> Some weed. Did all of it. Go to bed. Other than give him, you know, like downers, I did everything. <laughs> well, there's your problem. You didn't do everything then, did you, Catherine? So, anyway, so they come in. She's like, okay, I'll get him to sleep. So she puts him down on the little boppy. He looked like he was asleep. Uh oh. They leave. He wakes up instantly the second her scent is out of the house. <laughs> and he woke up instantly and started screaming again. Started screaming. What were you doing during all right. this time? I was uh, taking care TV of the two-year-old. <laughs> right. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. And he's getting more and more upset because the baby scream. I mean, you know no, how that. You know, because you've of heard you were that. Upset. You've heard that screaming before, though. It goes right <laughs> yeah. to your soul. Yes. It's like you know. It's right to your it soul. It does. It's like it's like a car alarm. It's like make it stop. It has to stop. So anyway, so we start screaming again. Mm-hmm. So they had to come back. Again. And uh, they were only five minutes away, by the way. Okay. Luckily. Okay. So oh. during the second round of screaming. Mm-hmm. They come in. Oh, 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 Nafon decides to pour an entire thing of popcorn all over the center island. Yes. <laughs> so Bop Bop got to clean that up. <laughs> bop Bop. That's what she calls him. Bop Bop. So she's got popcorn everywhere. He's like, Vaughn, what are you doing? So she's like, I'm going to just throw stuff on the floor now since you yelled at me. I did not yell at her. I said, Fawn, what are you doing? So I got dogs running around, the toddler doing this, Tom's getting upset. So they finally, they come back in and they pick up the baby. Or I'm like, just take the baby away. You cannot be here. If you want me to stay in the house, you got to go. So they take the baby away. It's me or the baby. You are my least favorite <laughs> grandchild. Right. You are my least favorite. So they take the baby away and uh, I'm putting Fawn to bed. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we read books, we do the thing, we do the whole... Du- so mm-hmm. I put her in bed, and she's up there. Bug bites! Nana! Potty! Owie! Mm-hmm. Blanky! Blanky, everything. Judy! Talking about her dog. Mm-hmm. 
she didn't call for bop bop. Yeah, she did. She said bop bop a couple of times. She's been turning on me lately, and I'll tell you one thing she did after she's done. <laughs> That's true. So I'm like, I'm like she, she scammed me with the potty <laughs> thing like before. anarchy in the house. It was. <laughs> it was. Oh it was. Gosh. So she scammed me with the whole potty thing before, just trying mm-hmm. to buy some time not go to bed. She'll right. sit on that potty for an hour and a half. As long as she doesn't have to go to bed. That's dedication. <laughs> so, so I'm watching her on her little monitor, and she keeps standing there. And, and then she, and then all of a sudden, she started actually crying. So I'm like, all right, I'll go up there. It's been 15 minutes. I go up there. She actually had pooped. Oh. So I'm like, of course, now I feel bad because I had her sitting there for 15 minutes. Worst and she's grandmother. Yeah, worst grandmother of all time. So we take care of that. We go back in. She wants me to sing her a song, so we have to sing Happy Birthday to My Neck. And happy birthday to her neck. <laughs> neck? Her neck. Yep. Her neck yeah. What do you want to sing happy birthday this, to? She goes, Fawn's neck. We have to sing <laughs> to, her, oh, to no. her neck. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I love two-year-olds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying not to, like, laugh because I don't want her to get overstimulated and think, oh, great comedy routine here. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. never going to go to bed again. We'll sing happy birthday, all kinds of weird things. So she finally goes downstairs. Dan and Alex said they'd be home by 10. Mm-hmm. I said, Tom. you have to be home by 10. Tom. <laughs> then say, be home at, by 10. At 10 minutes, 10 minutes to 10. They're not going to be home by 10, are they? No. They're never going to be home by 10, are they? Nope. Oh, They're not going to be home by 10, are they? So I'm like, okay, I've just settled, you know, got rid of the baby. <laughs> got, got another baby. Oh, Kevin, does this one work? Got, got the kid. Got rid of got the baby. Got the kid. Well, got him Catherine's gone all Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And to- Antoinette Soprano. The dogs, got, the dogs settle down, no more thunder. The toddler's asleep, and now he has to start in on. They're never going to be home. Do they know that if I don't get to sleep by 1030, my whole day tomorrow is going to be So did you put ruined? Tom up on your chest right. and beat <laughs> to the heart? <laughs> but I'm like, like, oh, my God, where's the glass of wine? I got home at 10 after 11 and fell asleep at midnight and woke up at 2.30 in the morning. Because oh. the later I go to bed, the earlier I wake up in the morning. So, yeah, so every single creature that was in the Rasmussen house was fit to be tied. Hey, oh hey Alex, if you're listening, call Uncle Dave. I'm three-quarters deaf, so I'll babysit, and yeah, I don't care if go. they scream. They can scream. Yeah. And I know they don't actually die by screaming. We're like 10, 15 minutes away. We could come uh, rescue. I mean, exactly. not even a breath. Not a breath for an hour. Not even a breath. No. I've Just been there. full-on <laughs> scream. Yeah. My firstborn was colicky. Yeah, so was I this went, one. But I that's been 30 went, years since I've been around it. Oh, 31 God. years. I went like three months straight. I don't think I slept. Oh, yeah. The only oh, way yeah. he would sleep is if I was holding him or he was in the swing. Talk about Dave now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or in the car. Yeah. Yes. I drove to Wisconsin I don't know how many times <laughs> in the middle of the night. Two o'clock in the morning. Because I had to be on a freeway. I couldn't right. stop. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> Sounds more like you were just looking for a spot to drop the kid off. Yeah. I fell asleep by the time I got to Wisconsin. it's like with that dog you don't want anymore driving out to the wilderness and opening the door. You want to go for a walk? Especially when we, you're we never under, had a baby. Yeah, when you're under sleep deprivation, it's so bad, the things you do. I mean, we had them in the swing, and these were battery-operated swings. Oh, yeah. We didn't have the plug-in. Yes. So I kept running out of batteries. Yes. That's how much we had to use it. The so worst. what I did is I tied a string to it and then to my arm, and I'd lay on the couch, and I'd get uh, a momentum oh, going. So that whole, like I'd fall asleep with my arm going like this, so the swing would keep moving. Yes. And like, and as soon as it like slowed down, he'd start fussing. So I'd get, you know, pull my arm back and then start swinging again. It was so bad. It's all it's true. So bad. And what do you get for that? Your son, thirty-one years later, comes over last night and goes, "It's eight o'clock." I'll be leaving at nine. <laughs> really? He and knows your schedule. Up, 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 up. You wake up at like 5 a.m. Yeah, see, he was I'm just not, being, yeah, exactly. he was you being thoughtful. Being, well, I went to bed at 9.30 last night, and I woke up this morning at 4.40. In so his mind, he's, you're lucky he even came over. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Now, just a quick re-reference. So after, after what we just heard about uh, Alex's family, mm-hmm. I think what he just did was... Right. Commendable. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. And he's like, and he's you've got the, 60 minutes. Make it worth my time, old man. <laughs> exactly right. And he's on the plus side of the column right, right. now. Okay, so. If you play bangles, I'll stay for until 9.10, but nothing more. Catherine and I go get, you know those fire tables? They're, they're, they put like four rocking chairs around them. It's a table and has a little fire pit in mm-hmm. the middle of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a propane, gas. Yeah, right? propane, yeah. right. So we went and bought one because there's an area down by, down the lower level uh outside our house let's just where, say we wanted one yeah we just wanted one <laughs> so alex and dan and the kids come over 
And the two-year-old, Fawn, is very, very excited about the fire table. She thinks it looks great. She doesn't go anywhere near the flames, so no, she wasn't in danger or anything like that. that. She's good. Yes. But all of a sudden, she announces to the group, Nana and Judy's fire table. <laughs> Not mine. The dogs. The dog owns the fire table with Nana, not me. What, right. what, you what? just live there. Yeah, I just <laughs> live there. Oh, yeah, she, she got the Nana and Judy's house. Maybe if you uh, uh, didn't wear the skirts around the house and she tried wearing some well, that's skirt, true. You know, it's, that it's confusing, Bop Bop. It's confusing. Nana's Bob. wearing all the pants in this family, obviously. Okay, Tom last... actually, actually was rolling around on the floor. Helping me put together the fire table. Wow. This is the first time in all the years we've been that. married where there was actually some help with the whole oh, assembling my God. something. So 37 years I've never helped you. No, not with put, assembling anything. You're a no. disaster. Never. We've heard your light fixture story many times. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I don't want you helping me fix anything, Tom. And in hour two of the Bernard Family Family Counseling but Show. Honestly, God, this is a counseling show. I know. Show, it's like, Tom, it? hold this. No, no hold, see, it, hold it just exactly like this. Mm, nope, nope. He's got to stick his head in there and look I in would, the thing. It's I like, would be no! divorced. I, I, I'm so not handy. It's like we built a... I, I got a... a, a Backboard thing, a basketball thing. I don't even know what sports are. I got this <laughs> box this with a hoop window. on it for my kids, and I just put it in the garage. And I go, "Honey, are you going to get to that or what?" And she's yeah, like, "Well, cool. I, that's a two-man job." I go, "Well, get one of the kids out here because I know my limitations. I'm I not a too. builder. I would, we would end up killing each other. We're talkers. We're yeah. not builders. No, I. You know what? Let me that watch you. Show but I will not. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. If somebody gave me. All the same things they gave you with the exact same set of directions. Mine would come out looking like uh, Picasso created it. You would have a beautifully constructed birdhouse. I would have something that looks like, I don't know, a torture device from the early 1600s. That's how I am. I'm I can't build. Is it even like, so when I put stuff together, it's I can put it together and then I'll have an extra piece that was supposed yeah, to go somewhere. I don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, well, I made it work. Well, <laughs> exactly. I got the basketball hoop together and, of course, now they don't use it. So, I do, of course uh, not. Yes, do. he does. Nah, kids, in grades. Yeah. He yeah. likes to shoot hoops, but yeah. In, in 10 grades. years, they'll be like, oh, yeah, the basketball hoop, and then they'll use it. No, in no, 10 we, years, we they'll go, go shoot. Oh, I'll be here for an hour. That's, I gotta go. I'll take that. <laughs> I've got 11 kids, Tom. Yeah, One true. hour? Uh, can you make it 45 minutes? Oh, 45 minutes, man. Daddy needs a I nap. Got other ones coming. Okay, as we segue Respect out of segment them. one, the one funny thing that happened. We went to Costco, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and you know Skinny Pop, the popcorn yes. called Skinny Pop? Uh, yeah. Costco has three foot bags of it. It's mm -hmm. about a foot wide, uh, you know, it's like a foot by a foot by three feet. Mm -hmm. It's one bag of popcorn. And what possessed us to buy it? I have no idea. I don't idea. know. We just, we bought because it. Because once it you're in smaller. Costco, all right, the yeah. jumbo stuff looks normal. It does. It does. <laughs> it looks it's just normal. a regular bag of popcorn. And you get home, you're like, where am I going to put why, this? Yeah, why did we buy this? So I look up the stairs, and here comes two foot two fawn holding the three-foot bag of popcorn all the way down the popcorn, stairs. Popcorn! Chipmunks! Chipmunks! She wants, wants to watch, watch the chipmunks chip and eat popcorn. <laughs> now you uh, know why you bought it? We will take a break. Be right back. We'll probably wrap up the family counseling now. <laughs> I, hope well, I hope not. I hope not. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. <laughs> Just nice. like at my house, Tommy. <laughs> They're going to love it. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. 
I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. It's my party and I cry like I want to. I'll scream if I want to. I'll scream if I want to. That is a fact. You would cry too if Nana babysat you. <laughs> Ah, that's great. We had a lot of family time this this weekend, which is great. Put me in a good mood. And of course, I had that. Yeah, he didn't. I love the delivery. Somehow he put me in a great mood. Catherine told him to say that. This is the good mood right here. This is the good mood that I'm in right now. Oh my God! All Sunday I was just like, Holy God! Unbelievable. Poor little sagey. Hey, honey, mental note. Don't ask the Bernards to babysit. No. Yeah. Not exactly. unless you have very well-mannered children. Oh, we should no, send Max I should over say there. <laughs> They're both really good kids, and he's a good baby. It's just the mom left, and he wasn't yeah. having any of it. Yeah, yeah. Especially good when... You're not around him, right? That's the perfect time. <laughs> oh, I, we've been around him tons when, you know, but if Alex is in the room, he's great. Yep, yep, and he's fine. And he's fine. If he knows, if she knows where she is. His little eyeballs just track her wherever she goes. It's all true. Now, yeah. you had that weekend, which sounds terrible, but compared to the three women who killed their husbands... You, you had know, a good weekend. Yeah, I had a good weekend. She didn't kill me. Put, put a win in the win column for Tommy. Put a win in the column for Tommy. Uh, one woman... Uh, found her husband was watching pornography, so oh, she. Oh my God! Apparently, he had a. I didn't know you had to get a subscription to watch porn. I no, didn't you know. definitely don't. In the UK, you do. <laughs> oh, the UK, you do. <laughs> you have to you call. Don't. You have to you call the TV station and nice. say, "Oh uh, yeah, I want to unlock the porn channels." Really? Wow. Yeah. Why? What's wrong with watching them like we did when we were kids, scrambled and green? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I see a boob, Tevin. <laughs> Pretty sure. So she caught him doing that, so she killed him. Oh. She killed her husband. That seems a bit drastic. It and another seems woman. Seems a bit drastic, yes. Uh, her fiance invited his ex girlfriend to the wedding, so she killed him. What? Oh, yeah. Why oh, is everyone overreacting like this? I, I think, and I had, a, I had a talk with Mr. Shapiro, the, the attorney here. <laughs> it is so easy for people to destroy human beings right now. Yeah, I've never witnessed anything like it. Well, you're going to love talking to Mark Anthony in a little bit here. Really? Yeah, he's talking about what is that? Rule? Destroys the people with his oh, mind. Stand your ground law. Yeah, the standard ground law. Oh, yeah. oh, that down in Florida, that thing. Yeah, he, he said something big is building too. Oh, I I don't. Trayvon Martin's going to look like a, Ooh, a cakewalk. God. Of course. It's Twitter. It's Facebook. Okay. Destroying people on Twitter and Facebook. It's just unbelievable. And now we've gotten to the point where now people are killing one another. And then people are like, "Why are all these mass shootings happening?" Gee, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, it's just. I don't know what we're going to do about this, but this destroying, taking, finding glee in ruining another person's life, I just don't get it. Do you ever sit there and run down the mental checklist of what would make me want to kill somebody? And watching, watch, walking in on your spouse watching porn doesn't seem like one of them. <laughs> no, you know, that wouldn't be one of them. An invitation doesn't seem Catherine like Maybe you just say, hey, you know what? <laughs> maybe we shouldn't invite her. Maybe that would be a better yeah, conversation than I'm going to have to kill you for that. I won't have to kill you. For yeah, that. I just don't. I, you know, to, to did I understand you can get say, pushed. Don't invite her, and then he did it anyway. Yes, then you don't I've have to yell. Yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> the God, greatest part of it is hostile today, Tom. Is at first <laughs> over <laughs> the, the, the other one. The best part of it is she stabbed the guy to death with a, a steak knife. Oh my! In his back. And when the cops got there, she said he committed suicide <laughs> by stabbing it's himself like a, in the back. It's like a Columbo episode. <laughs> it is like a Columbo episode. How is this possible? And then I'm she said, sorry. No, Can we I were... ask, how did he get the knife back there? <laughs> the and he told me that. He's double jointed. Yeah. But then she said that they were wrestling and uh, and he fell on the knife. 32 mm. times. 32 <laughs> times. Over. Yeah, no, sorry. The body slam. Although I've had some itches on my back where I wouldn't mind doing that with a knife, you know? You try to get that one. Now, the only, the only positive note on all this is a guy found out his wife, who looked to be about 40 years younger than he is, uh, he found out she, she was cheating on him with this other guy named Francisco. 
So he sued Francisco and won the court case for $8.8 million. Wow. wow. That's what? just the alienation of affection yeah, rule that's a, yeah. in North Carolina. I didn't think could do yeah. that. Yeah. You can't do it in most states anymore. You can do it in North Carolina, but not in most states. Because that's like a scam waiting to happen. I think there. I think right. Minnesota might still have that law on the books. You really? might want to check it up. Yeah. Mm. Alienation was, of affection. Yeah, you just remember that, wife. I might sue mm-hmm. Jude. There, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> hey, there is. Jude, you're alienating the affection I get from Catherine. Oh, give me a break. Judy. <laughs> but what an angle, fun. huh? Never. Yeah. What? I say alienating her and Fawn, so you'd have a, a double win. <laughs> That's right. Wow. I could get $17.6 million. Now you could, we're get, talking. You could get eight out of ten squeaky toys is all you get. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd get. <laughs> no, I, I find that stuff pretty interesting, though. I just But having, the, having uh, Dan and Alex and the kids over Friday night, and then going over there and babysitting Saturday, <laughs> and then Andy and Melissa came over last night, that was, I loved that stuff, that family time. It was. It was That's very good. pleasant. Especially that one-hour window family time. Yeah, yeah. Andy. Well, one don't hour. call me at 8 o'clock and say, hey, why not come over? I didn't call you at 8 o'clock. We, Mom texted you at 6 o'clock. I don't get your texts. Oh, my God. I haven't been getting yeah, your texts Mom. for like a month, well, and I don't know why. Unblock me. I don't know if you guys know this thing about this this machine. You know, if you actually push the numbers and then hit send, you can talk to one all another. Right, right. Texts don't okay. have to go through. You. You. <laughs> it's weird because like, it's some of your... T- I've like, had enough I, of that women-can't-operate thing. Oh, no, that's not just you. I'm saying that to everybody. Oh, Nobody picks okay. up the phone to call uh, anymore. Yeah. That's true. Like, I know, I do. You know, I don't mind the text aspect, but like if you don't hear back instead of yeah. you know, wondering, just give a call and yeah. go, hey, Andy, did you get the call? Which they yeah. don't do. I don't... I, hey, wait, don't what do you mean, Catherine? It? I'm tired of you, that women can't do stuff. I've never said that. No, it's just last week we had some boat issues. We have a pontoon boat, uh-huh. and um, it wasn't working. Some stuff wasn't working. The radio wasn't working and they were like how are you turning it on yeah well i'm women like the oh, same way i've turned it on for three years and i didn't just forget all you know well i hit the horn <laughs> when that didn't work i tried yeah, re- exactly i tried moving the rear view mirror and exactly. the radio still wouldn't go I think on you'd be surprised how stupid some people are yeah. in oh, tech support are calls incredibly stupid. how are you turning but i'm it doing on. one right now i needed some help from somebody what? joe from louisville said don't forget about the guy and his junk and the flashlight. What? You know what a flashlight is? I, I didn't know. know. I found out this morning what a flashlight is. Do I want to oh. know? It looks like a flashlight, only apparently you insert your penis into it and move it back and forth. Yes. It's why? about a flashlight. Thanks for explaining <laughs> the, Kevin, what you, you need to do, to do once you put your penis <laughs> into it. In case people couldn't figure it out like Catherine in the radio. All these buttons are confusing. What do I do once my penis is in the flashlight? Well, you could move your hips back and forth. I still can't see anything. It's still dark in here. What's the point? It's a pocket version of a... For lonely nights. It's like a Vagilite. It's a Vagilite. <laughs> Vagilite. Vagilite. Now I get it. I'm thinking flashlight. One third the less calories. New Vagilite. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking flashlight. I'm like, this so, does not look sexy. Well, yeah, flashlight is a disgusting Oh, really? Name. Maybe it does. So, who doesn't like the wife, a double Duracell battery flashlight? Oh. The wife finds the flashlight in her husband's uh, dresser drawer. Uh huh. So, she goes to him and says, I, f- I found the flashlight up in your, your deal. Up in your. Uh, up in your chest of drawers. <laughs> Is that what your kids are calling it? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> your deal. Keep look up, look your at her chest, chest of drawers. drawers. <laughs> so anyway, uh, she says, you know, I'm not mad about it or anything, but I just, you know, I would like to watch you use it because I don't understand how it works. So I'd like to watch you use it, and I already lubed it up for you. So he goes up there, and he oh. sticks it in there, and he realizes after super one glue? second, super glue. <gasps> oh! She super glued it to his junk. And I guess he had to go to the hospital. And you know what he what he told his wife when she said I found the flashlight? No. He said its name is Wifey. That's weird. He named the flashlight Wifey. Well then he deserved the super glue. (laughs) Well I'm sorry. We don't know the full story. She might have cut him off a while ago. Maybe this is his outlet so that he's not out cheating. Would you rather you find yeah. out Tom's he's the having sex Why with a flashlight? Why throw me into that? <laughs> because I don't think she'd care if Tevin was I'm doing sorry. it. You're the connection. Naming a wife is super Tevin's a pretty handsome guy, you know. Yeah. 
No. You ever, do you have a flashlight? I do not. No. I do not. Well, now that he knows about the I'm going, I'm going to buy one after the show. <laughs> yes. Do they have Where them at you? Home Depot? <laughs> yes. I suppose you get them online. Could I get uh, some nails? I need a two by four and a flashlight. What size, sir? Aisle four. Do you have the pocket ones? Menards has everything. Menards, don't, they do not have a flashlight. I'm almost certain. They have fire tables, but they don't have flashlights. So yeah. Wait a minute. So first of all, the red red flags would be popping up if my mm-hmm. wife's like, hey, I lubed it up for you. Why yeah. don't you show me how it works? Yeah. Like, I'd be like, no, nah, you just you go like this. Honey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't, yeah. Uh, do you even know what lube is? And not to mention, super glue smells very strong. My wife and ask because you said lube is. If my wife said to me, WD forty's the best. His second, his second red flag should have been like, nobody wants to watch a guy masturbate. Like that's not a sexy thing to watch. Like, is it? That can't be sexy. What do you ask me Especially with a flashlight, right? No. Once again, he looks at me and says. That's not interesting, is it, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> what are you asking me for? Well, he's just curious of all the things right. that masturbate. Do you like watching men more? That's all he wants well, to know. That's a good Tom. point. I think it might be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's it's sad it's and disturbing. That would be really good. Yeah. yeah, so it was a big weekend for, for women destroying their husbands or killing them. Well, well y'all deserve yikes. it. <laughs> yeah. well, y'all deserve it. <laughs> Oh yeah, the one guy who sued oh. the other guy for eight point eight million. Yeah, his wife was a very pretty woman, but she—I would say she was forty years younger than he. Mm-hmm. I suppose that happens once in a while. <laughs> what are you looking at me and my wife? For? I'm looking at everybody. No, you didn't. Everybody you specifically looked at me and my child bride. What was that all about? He Tom? calls me his child bride. My child. Bride. I, I think most men that are marrying a woman that much younger than them, they might, in the back of their head, back of their mind. Think that maybe they're waiting for the, you to croak. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's just a thought. Wait a yeah, once there's like a years younger than me. Once there's a thirty-year gap, I mean, 30, 40 years. My That's wife cannot wait for me to pass over my years. tens of dollars to her. <laughs> <laughs> the big dough and your good T-shirt collection. Uh, yeah, yes. that. The big has. dough. Now we're talking. So, yeah, it was a it was a weird news day. The whole thing was very very. It was a very weird news day today. It's the blood moon. It was oh, a blood moon, moon on Saturday. It was the blood moon and a full blood moon yep. eclipse for part of the world. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So that's, oh, that's what brought it on. Which I blood forgot moon. to go out and look at. Uh-huh. It, it was well, Friday, we right? See it. We couldn't see it here. You could oh. see the blood moon. You couldn't see the eclipse, though. Yeah, oh. it was over, yeah. I think, in the Middle East area. Oh. They get everything. See it. They get all the good eclipses. <laughs> they get all the good stuff in the Middle East. You know, <laughs> war, famine, pestilence, the blood moon eclipse. Catherine's like always looking for the silver lining. This just popped up. So nice <laughs> this just popped up on my screen. Uh-huh. This is another weekend. Half Weddings. off on flashlights? No. <laughs> yeah, half off on Hetmanards. Uh, <laughs> Weddings, which are meant to be celebrations of love and happiness, can bring out all different sides of people. Just take it from the bridesmaid on the receiving end of a cringeworthy email in which the bride asked her to relinquish her duties as a bridesmaid. Uh. Hmm. Courtney Duffy, the former bridesmaid, shared the email on Twitter where it went viral. Some people found the bride's request reasonable. Others found the whole exchange to be awkward. Duffy asked JetBlue to help to avoid this wedding at all costs. The airline confirmed to Insider that they're in communication with Duffy. Weddings, which are meant to be celebrations of love and happiness, can bring out all different Well, You just repeated this. What the hell is that all about? Why did you repeat that thing? Uh, it says, SOS JetBlue booked my XC flights for a wedding, then was asked to relinquish my duties as a bridesmaid and my, uh, mail my bridesmaid outfit XC so another girl could fill in and wear it. Happy uh, birthday to me. I am laughing and crying and must avoid this wedding at all costs, she wrote in her tweet, which has since been deleted. Please help. Huh. So, uh, what, what do you do to get re- relinquished yeah, of your duties as bridesmaid? Uh, well, yeah, as far as we know, she was, yeah, she like got in, extremely drunk during the uh, rehearsal dinner or something. You know what else happened? With these Twitter Remember stories, that you always time have I to was wonder. With your husband yeah. in a flashlight? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you always have to wonder about stories like this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I suppose you're right. She doesn't want me to be my bride, her bridesmaid anymore. I mean, all I did was kill a guy. You know, it's not that big a deal. I wanted his hamburger. I, I've heard all kinds of crazy stories about this kind of stuff. Why somebody's uninvited or. Well, whatever to this, a wedding or to be a bridesmaid it's there's lots of reasons i've never been uninvited 
You just don't go. I just don't go. Yeah, I've never been invited. <laughs> yeah. I've never been invited, so that might be the reason why. No, it's been a long time since I've been to a wedding. Yeah. I guess Alex's was definitely the last one, and before that, I don't even remember. Hmm. Natalie's? Mine was the last one I've been to. Yeah, yours was yeah. the last one you've been to. Natalie's was Natalie's? not. Yeah. I think you did. Yeah, I went to Natalie's. Oh, yeah, you went to I Natalie's. went to the reception. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. And then we Aaron's. We do have one coming up here fairly soon. Aaron's was a while ago. We do? Who's that? We do. Uh, the Becker's daughter. Oh, that's right. Oh. Phew, it's someone Becker. I don't hopefully, know. Hopefully I haven't missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's somebody I don't know, so I don't have to go. I'll be okay. there, but I'm only giving them an hour. <laughs> Get married an hour. Not a huge fan of weddings. No. Yeah, weddings and funerals. I don't like weddings nope. and funerals at all. Funerals I will not attend. I usually don't if I, if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And why yeah. would you have to? There's my yeah. mom. Well, yeah. Oh, see, that was a tough if one. If they for want me. you right. to and then they oh. die, it's like, you, yeah, what are you going to do? Be like, screw you, dead person. We'll take a break and I'm going to ask Dave a question about uh, that whole situation. Go to your mother's funeral. Mm. Be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned, and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August first. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call eight hundred five one six five one four six. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand-new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers, come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Got to do, got to do with it. She lives in Switzerland now, doesn't she? I don't know. Tina Turner. I think Tina Turner moved to Switzerland because you can nice only move to Switzerland. To well, they'll only let you move in if they let you move in. Right. Well, you yeah, they're very, very um, yeah, you cannot Hello, move this is Mark. Hi, Mark. How you doing? Okay, great. Then it works. All right. So let me hang up on the cell phone. Great. <laughs> Mark, and you're there, you, Mark. Mark. Didn't you see that coming? Thank you very much, Greg. But Ohio. Yeah, I, I always see problems coming. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's why I was testing it out. Mark, nice to talk to you again. Um, we were talking earlier uh, in the previous segment. People are seem to be getting meaner and meaner. They have no problems destroying someone's life with either rumor, innuendo, charges, and now flashlights. Flashlight. Over the weekend, uh, three women killed their husband. One for watching pornography, one for inviting his ex-girlfriend to their wedding, and then one I can't remember the other murder was for. And then another woman put uh, super glue in a guy's flashlight. So. <laughs> I understand that you might be upset by all this stuff, but why is it so easy for people to hurt one another now? Uh, you know, you would think in, in this mass communication society, we'd be more sensitive to the plight and the suffering of what's happening in the world. Right. But I think that the downside of all this media blitz is we've become completely desensitized to it. 
I mean, I was watching um, a movie. It was an old Jimmy Stewart movie. It was on, like, I don't know, Turner Movie Classics or something. And there was a big fight scene in the end where he punches a guy who falls down three or four stairs. Okay? Now you have a fight scene where they have to obliterate at least six skyscrapers, yeah. crash a few oh, yeah. airplanes, yep. and, and then across uh, destroy New York City. <laughs> okay? Um, children play games where they simulate um, essentially committing mass murder. Yep. Uh, every time you turn on the television, it's death, destruction, mayhem. Um, people don't talk, they text. There is a complete lack of, of etiquette and uh, regard for each other. I'm not saying entirely. I mean, it yeah, still exists. Yeah. But what I'm seeing permeating our culture is all of this. And then, you know, uh, entertainment is um, you, you turn on TV and someone's machine gunning down somebody else. Yeah. And I have to admit, I like watching a lot. Of <laughs> wow. It's like there's a lot of... Uh, uh, I like action adventure. I mean, I like those type of, of stories. But it seems anymore that the violence is becoming more important than the actual storyline. No, you're 100% right about that. The violence, it, we're becoming more and more violent. And again, uh, charging people with things, oh, he, he did that or she did this, and, she did, and you can't prove that they did it, and their lives are still ruined. Mm. That's terrible. Well, there's always been allegations uh, to smear uh, people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we see it in, incredibly in politics. But oh, when yeah. you look at the John Adams versus Thomas Jefferson presidential campaign, if you think things now are nasty, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my true. God. I mean, Thomas Jefferson, um, through subterranean channels, accused John Adams of being a hermaphrodite. Right. Right. You know, I mean... <laughs> I don't think it's, that you were born like, with both it's, sex it's like organs. Donald and Hillary got into it, but at least they didn't go there. And and uh, so so this has always, always been happening. It's just that it seems to have intensified because now it's like you can be texting on a computer, watching a TV. I mean, you're bombarded. We're bombarded constantly by this. And, uh, you know, it's also, um, you know, permeating um, our culture. I mean, there's this gun culture right now. Yep. I mean, look what's happening. You know, when we were kids, if you had a problem, you duked it out in the playground after school. Now kids walk into a school and start shooting people. Yep. And this is not a random occurrence. This seems to be something which is happening constantly. And is it the guns? Is it the way we're, we're handling guns? Is it the way we're not dealing with mental health issues? Are we not talking about things? What is going on? There is a system and a culture, cultural uh, um, failure in this country how to, to help people that are mentally ill, how to properly deal with dispute resolution, and how to properly teach people the difference between fantasy and acting out in incredibly violent ways. Now, it is amazing. Tevin, we have a young man in the studio with us, Mark, Tevin Pittman. Tevin, and if you ever want to see him again, wire $5 million. Exactly. <laughs> We're holding him hostage. But Tevin is a young, how old are you now? 26. 26, yep. 26 years old. He might be an okay-looking guy, uh, you know. But he's African-American, so I want to ask, Tevin and I have been friends for years now. Tevin, do you get sick of white people thinking that they need to protect you? Oh, yeah, every day. What is that? Yeah, it's it's, it's so bizarre. Well, let me protect you from other white people. Well, I can. You, I, you look like you probably handle yourself. Yeah, and it's like there's a fine line between where it's like supporting whether it's like a Black Lives Matter or a movement right, or an right. issue, but then when it's like gets down to the everyday... Like whether it's you're at a comedy club and so like a comedian will tell a joke that right. is targeted at a black crowd or something, and they're like, "Oh well, we shouldn't laugh because we don't want to offend people <laughs> or anything like that." It's like we need to like, stop taking things so seriously all the time. Do you think? And you mentioned politicians earlier, Mark. Do you think these politicians are leading everybody? And I'm talking about all politicians, not Democrats, not just Republicans. Uh, all of them. They love to lead people down these paths, uh, and part. I, I think that. What Tevin just described came directly from a politician. Oh, you know, we as white people have been treating black people so poorly for the last 300 years. I wasn't alive 300 years ago. Am I, is my son, who's 31 years old now, is he responsible for something that happened 150 years ago? I don't think so. 
So, but no, we, we, well, you know, the problem is, I mean, all across the board, everyone is letting yesterday take up too much of today. Exactly. So we need to start looking at what the problems are, are today. And, you know, certainly in, in the legal system, you, you know, when judges and politicians are looking at enacting a law, uh, particular, particularly one that may pr- um, protect or be protectionist in nature. They look at the class of people being protected on a basis of, you know, historical discrimination and, uh, you know, inequalities in the system. And so that, that's just part of, of the creature. You know, when we look at, like, the standard ground laws, um, the, you know, where, and, and we're having that all, all over the country. Yeah. And, and I think, the up, I think up to 26 states now have enacted them. Really? Uh, the most recent case is um, where... Uh, um, that guy Dredgka, he shot, uh, was it Michael McLaughlin? Um, it was horrible. It's Marquise McLaughlin was, yeah, yeah. was shot by Michael um, Dredgka. And Pinellas County Police in the Tampa Bay area of Florida are saying that under the Stand Your Ground law, um, he, he will not be prosecuted. And of course, this is causing, and justifiably so, huge controversy in Florida. And what we're seeing is there are certain laws that seem to be very, very unbalanced in, in favor of whites over blacks. And this is standard ground. In right. fact, over 200 um, times since it was enacted in 2005 in Florida, standard ground has been applied and has been 70% successful. And when we look at either standard ground as a defense or in the Trayvon Martin and uh, I believe it was a Jordan Davis uh, case, um, uh, self-defense was easier, not stand your ground. What we're finding is young black males tend to be on the the losing side of these laws. In fact, to the point mm-hmm. of being killed. Mm-hmm. And so, so there's this huge disparity in our legal system and in our society. And personally, I think that the, the Black Lives Matter movement is good because it is forcing it is forcing people to start looking at things differently. Um, Tevin, what do you what are your thoughts about that? Um, yeah, I think that definitely, obviously, the Black Lives Matter movement I think kind of helps. I think that there have been times where their tactics haven't been necessarily targeted, like here in Minneapolis when they'll shut down highways or like malls right. and stuff. It's like right. yes, it draws attention, but it's also kind of dividing and causing more people to be annoyed with it. Whereas I think if they focused on things that are going to make people want to join and want to help out, then it's mm-hmm. going to be more successful than kind of inconveniencing other people, even if it is for a good cause. That makes sense. Hey, Mark, just out of curiosity, um, with the black on black and gangland related crimes, are they able to enact that stand your ground rule as well? I mean, if they legitimately feel like, you know, I, I would guess, you know, you're, you're infringing. I felt threatened. I would think that would be uh, used oh, quite a oh, bit oh, in that. I- Aspect. Absolutely. In theory, the law is blind. I mean, the law doesn't say if a white person feels threatened by a person of color, they get to shoot them. Okay, I mean, I'm, I don't mean to be facetious by saying that. But in the standard ground, yeah, let's say there, there's two people of um, African-American you know, heritage, and one feels threatened by the other um, and, and pulls a gun and shoots, uh, then by law they're not going to be charged. Now, here's where Florida throws a real curveball. Florida has removed the requirement that the, uh, of the duty to retreat, because traditionally, like within Stand Your Ground, if, if somebody um, comes and threatens you, you have a duty to retreat and resort to deadly force. You know, it's a last resort, where Stand Your Ground says you don't have to. And they've also, Florida's also removed the, war, did the person feel they were an imminent uh, threat or fear? Now, most of the other states still say that if you're going to use deadly force in a standard ground case, that there should be a requirement of, of uh, that the, the person invoking that um, be in reasonable fear for their, their life. And so that would certainly apply um, to people of color or, or to people in any situation. I do know of one case in Florida. It actually happened in my neighborhood. There was a woman. She was in her 60s, and at 2 in the morning, some guy – was a white guy, broke into her house, and she shot him, okay? And the police said, we're not charging her. Well, I think that's reasonable. When you're in your yeah. house right, at 2 in the right, morning right. and somebody you don't know comes through the window, mm-hmm. okay? All right, she, she, you know, and he was young and, you know, big guy, and she resorted to, to lethal force. 
And that has been based on the British common law of your home as your castle. If you stand your ground, you bring the castle with you now. So no matter where you are, if you're threatened, you have the right to stand your ground, and there's no duty to retreat. And so that's where a lot of the controversy comes in. You know, and it's looked at, you know, because someone like Trayvon Martin, or he's a young black kid, and he's wearing a hoodie, and he's, you know, what, would he go get some Skittles? And he was coming back, and yeah, Zimmerman yeah. confronted him, and then things turned into a situation. We had that with Jordan Davis. You got a young African-American kid playing his music too loud, and a guy in another car is yelling at him and says, oh, my God, he pulled a gun and shoots him. And, of course, uh, Davis had no gun. And then you got the, the Dredgeco McLaughlin uh, situation where, where that one's going to be really tough. That one's really tough because what we have is so um, McLaughlin. Uh, he he drove and he parked in a handicapped spot. Okay, so he goes in a convenience store, and then uh, Dredgeka comes up and starts giving uh, McLaughlin's girlfriend and kids a whole ration. Of, you right, know what? Right. You know. So Dredgeka comes outside, pushes him to the uh, excuse me, McLaughlin comes outside, shoves him to the ground. But you can see on the video, after, after Dredgeka hit the ground, McLaughlin steps back. He did not continue attacking, but Dredgeka pulls a gun and shoots him. Now, the Pinellas County Sheriff, who's also an attorney, says, according to Stand Your Ground, he has immunity and we're not going to prosecute. Let me tell you something. I think we're sitting on a powder keg no doubt. with this particular case. I mean, I'm just um, glad and, Catherine you know, didn't know about the stand yeah. your ground rule while she was babysitting this yeah, weekend. Exactly. <laughs> Good God! So, did the, is the spirit of the law uh, okay? Did it start just so that you could defend yourself in your own home, and then it somehow gets carried onto the streets? I mean, sometimes it seems exactly. like the, yeah, it seems like yes. the spirit of the law seems to always get all screwed up somehow. It does. Um, that's a very good question. Uh, British common law, in other words, the law of pre-colonial America that was in England, was, you know, when we had the revolution against England, we didn't toss everything English out. Mm -hmm. We kept their legal system and our parliamentary system, which turned into Senate and Congress. And because basically the, the, the English had a thousand years of a legal system, and it worked pretty darn good. And they had a pretty good court system that said you're innocent until proven guilty, unlike every other country in the world. I mean, um, so, so there was a concept in English law that your home is your castle. And if you were threatened in your castle, you did not have to abandon it, and you had the right to resort to deadly right, force. Right. So the stand-your-ground laws just as you've asked, have taken the spirit of that law, and now you're wearing your castle wherever you go. So if you're in a parking lot and someone threatens you, by the standard ground law, there is no duty to, to retreat. In other words, you don't have to run. You can pull out a gun and resort to lethal force. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is tough because as both a prosecutor and a criminal defense attorney, I've been in a lot of situations um, where these these cases um, and these defenses occur, and unfortunately for juries, these cases don't occur in churches on Sunday morning where everyone's sober and theoretically upstanding members of the community who observe this. They happen in bars, dark parking lots, back alleys. They happen in emotionally charged situations, and so and and the, the thing that's different about the Dredgeka case, we have it on video right right okay right so now we can see what happened because with george zimmerman and the trayvon martin situation we had george zimmerman's version of events we did not have trayvon martin same thing with uh i guess it's jordan davis we don't have his version of events but in this case we do and when you look at that and i've watched it several times i think that we need to start picking a um, much harder look at these laws. Yep, I think you're absolutely right. Mark, you've been a great guest. I mean, you could stay another segment if you want, but I don't want to take up your whole day. Well, I'm, I, I'd love to if, if um, you'd like that, because I like to talk about um, sure. some of the things that, that I'm doing that a lot of your listeners I know will find interesting. Excellent. You, uh, we'll be back in about six minutes. That's all right with you. I will stand by. Thank Wonderful. you. Wonderful. Thank you, Mark. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. 